It's a very good afternoon. It is Niall Boyle. And the second time around, sorry, slight technical difficulties. I didn't explain to you if you had been listening there a few minutes ago. We had technical difficulties over the weekend, but we got through them because we worked at four o'clock in the morning. That's why you need to support us, by the way. Go on to Twitter or go on to Facebook or indeed uh, go on to our website, nileboylan.com. Please support the show. Support the show, all right, by subscribing or donating. And that makes our life a lot easier because we don't get paid for what we do. All right, so please do support the show. Now, we got a few complaints, by the way, about Trumpy, Trumpy, Trump. We got one person who sent an official complaint to the show. Can I just say congratulations? Well done. Our first official complaint in seven months to the show and because of him. Somebody said the show is politically motivated and clearly biased towards republicanism and conservatism. Well, I'll tell you what, complainer, you're absolutely right. It is biased, and I don't care. So what I'm saying is Trump stays. If you want to complain to Commissioner Mann, which is what she said you were going to complain to, you fire away and do so. I couldn't give a shit. Because Trump is staying. And he'll be staying there when he gets elected and for the next four years while he's the president of America. Because he represents freedom, as far as I'm concerned. Freedom to speak, freedom to be conservative, freedom to be Republican if you're American. But he represents everything that I believe in. If you don't like it, tough. Now, we'll have to get through, by the way. And I want to talk about the protests that are on today. And there's a message we come in. It says, hi now. I know you'll be talking about the protests in town today, as I was wondering if people uh, really support these protests, as they always end up in trouble and people being arrested. I do support uh, what people are saying about the government, etc., and their failings. But to be fair now, there's a limit to what the government can do. I was just wondering if you can ask your listeners, why would you go to a protest in the city? You just know there's a risk of trouble. I've even seen one of the groups on Facebook suggesting it's a family day out. Really? Would you bring your family to a protest? Are these people mad? Now, as you may or may not know, there are two protests organised in Dublin today. One claims to be anti-government, immigration policy, homeless crisis, cost of living crisis and everything else. The other is being promoted uh, by people before profit uh, who claim uh, to be an anti-hate and anti-racist protest. Let's just have a quick video before we go to John and Joe. Let's have a quick video of Richard Boyd Barrett and Paul Murphy and what they're over saying the about the counter-protest. Over 20 uh, centres for asylum seekers have been set on fire. This comes in the context of a rise of a far right that tries to spread hate, tries to divide people, tries to get people not to blame the government and the corporate landlords and the private developers for the housing crisis that we have, but instead tries to get people to direct their anger at vulnerable people living on less than four euros a week in overcrowded asylum seeking uh, accommodation. Uh, we think it's time to take a stand against the far right, against their lies, against their hate, against their division, and to unite ordinary people to focus on the real enemy, which is the rich, which is those at the top of our society, which is the government. On Monday, uh, the 5th of February, the far right are organising a protest in Dublin city mm. centre. Uh, United Against Racism and others have come together to say we need to take a stand together. Uh, Counter-protesters, anti-far right protesters are gathering at one o'clock at the spire. I'll be there. I hope to see you there. This bank holiday Monday at 1pm at the Spire on O'Connell Street in Dublin, United Against Racism have called a demonstration and a rally uh, to show our solidarity with refugees and asylum seekers who have been targeted by the far right over the last number of weeks and months. Uh, there is a nasty movement of people who are attempting to blame asylum seekers and refugees for problems that actually have been created 
by our government. Uh, so we want to say, stop blaming immigrants and let's unite together to fight the real problems around housing, uh, around our health service, around the, count, uh, the cost of living. Uh, this attempt to deflect blame onto immigrants uh, and asylum seekers will simply divide us when we need to be united and strong together in taking on this government who have failed uh, ordinary people in this country so badly. So please come out on the demonstration, say no to hate and division, say yes uh, to solidarity and unity uh, by joining the United Against Racism rally uh, on Bank Holiday Monday. There you go, Paul Murphy uh, from People for Profit and his comrade Richard Boyd Barrett telling you to unite against racism and meet at the Spire today. Now, by the way, I was reading online and there's some folks online suggesting that particular protest is cancelled, but I don't know. It's still pinned or a pinned tweet on a lot of those accounts uh, that it is on, so I'm not too sure whether it is or isn't. But there certainly is another protest at two o'clock, and that is the anti-immigration protest that's happening at the Garden of Remembrance, and I'm assuming they're marching down O'Connell Street as well. And all I would ask is for both sets of protesters uh, to do it peacefully, um, I think it's wrong to suggest that everybody at the protest um, who is anti-immigration is far right, because that suggests that if, according to a Red Sea poll, 76% of the population believe the government's policy on immigration is wrong and they've let too many people in, you're suggesting that 76% of the population are far right. That is not true. And that is never true. There are many people who are just concerned citizens that the government are not doing things properly and they have a right to protest. But would you go to a protest? Because we've seen what happens at protests more recently. And they're not nice scenes, generally speaking. Because the government don't like people telling them they're wrong. And they'll send the Garda Shia Khan out to make sure that peace is kept. Now, some of those protesters turn angry. They turn violent. I don't suggest, as somebody suggested here, that they've seen on a Facebook page that it's a family day out. It's not something you'd be bringing the kids to. We spoke about that before. I certainly wouldn't bring the children to one of those protests. It's not the right thing to do. There are protests that children maybe could go to uh, that would be less, or less violent or less aggressive than these ones. And I would ask, urge people again, if they are going along to the protest, if you're listening at the moment, you're heading along there for two o'clock today to the protest, please make sure it's peaceful. Because if it's not peaceful, you lose your voice. Let your voice be heard. But if it's not peaceful, you lose your voice. And what happens on Monday or tomorrow morning is every government minister gives out about the far right and the protests and how wrong they are. So don't blow it. This is an opportunity, if you are turning up today, to have a peaceful protest in solidarity and to show the government that you mean business. And that's on either side of either protest, by the way. But I want to hear from both sides. I want to hear from people who may be attending the protests in the Spire uh, with Richard Boyd Barrett and Paul Murphy. And I also want to hear from people who will be attending the other protests at two o'clock. I wonder, will they be both there at the same time? I don't know. I'm sure the Garda Sheikh and have it well cordoned off. I would like to think they have anyway. And they're well organized in this particular occasion. Let me know what you think, by the way. Do you attend protests? Is it actually worthwhile? 85 55 is the number if you want to contact us and get in touch today and come on the air and talk to us. 85 55 Now, one of our commenters on Twitter made a good point, by the way. You don't have to be a racist to be at the other protest. In other words, the idea is you could attend both protests because most people should be anti-racist. Sh nobody should agree with racism. Richard Boyd Barrett is wrong, by the way. The majority of protests that we have seen outside asylum centres has not been against the refugees. It's been against government policy and lack of communication, not the individual refugees themselves. That's seemingly the only way that they can get their voices to be heard. But let us know what you think, anyway. The number 085 Now, let me go to Joe. Joe, hi, how are you? 
Good, good afternoon, Isla. Nice to talk to you. And I'm delighted. And, and uh, I second what you said there a while ago. That caller, that person who complained about Donald Trump, they must be shortchanged or they definitely have something radically wrong with their lives because anyone that would complain about something like that, in my view, it's just a complete headbag. <laughs> they have too much so, time on their hands. Too they, much time on their well, hands. They said they were going to send a complaint to Commissioner Mann about my little bobblehead, my Donald Trump bobblehead. They said they were going to complain to Commissioner Mann, who have now, by the way, for those people who don't know, that's formerly the BAI, the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. All right, they, have right, no gov- right. they have no governance over me on this podcast anyway, so they can do whatever they want. I well, care less. well, don't. Well, don't you worry, Noel. We'll all stand by you anyway. We'll all, we'll all go out and protest if anyone ever gangs up on you. Don't worry. <laughs> so, Joe, would you go to any protest? Or do you go to well, protest? I co- well, I haven't been at a protest for quite a long time, no. Um, I suppose the last time uh, that I was at a big protest would have been the water protest. Oh, yes. Back in the in the late, uh, early, the, the mid-2010s, like around 2015 and them. That's now, right. they were great protests because I think that time everybody united and it was the united front. And I think that's why uh, the government eventually backed down on their plan to uh, bulldoze water charges. Mm-hmm. Which they did, which they did eventually because uh, of the protests. Uh, yes, because of the big protests yeah. on O'Connell Street that time. There was about seventy thousand people. Exactly, That's right. and they were here in Cork and yeah. Limerick and everybody, and, and 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 they were they were very successful protests. I don't think there was ever any trouble at anything because even they had events for kids there as well, and there was never any problem. Um, no, there was a lot of protests too in the meantime. But I think in the last couple of years, the problem is is that they're being hijacked because of. Uh, the woke media, social media, um, certain bad uh, eggs who just destroyed for everybody else. Mm. And I think that's the, the problem. And as you said it there rightly, the reason that we're having a lot of anger in this country at the moment is because of failed government policy. Like you have uh, a couple of idiots there in the government, which I'm not going to bother naming today, but they just don't give two fiddlers about what's going on. They're actually delighted to see division because the more division it is, the better it is for them, like, you know? Of course, because then they can give out about them and call them far right. And yeah. in relation to, you played a video of those other two comedians there a while ago. <laughs> uh, Paul Murphy, Murphy you and Richard Boyd Barrett. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like, they're like, they're like, they're like I get the, I get the picture you don't like them, Joe. Let's not go into personal insults, but you don't agree with them, that's for sure. They're comedians. As oh, I know, well, I tell, I said, well, I don't, well, with respect to Richard Boy Bowden and Paul Murphy, um, they they speak so much dribble, like you know, you could nearly go, you could nearly end up taking a, uh, a dose of Panadol. And some people agree with them, obviously. I don't know who, but some people do agree with them. I personally yeah. don't. Um, but I, I don't, I, 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 I know myself now what they'll get, and I can tell you now what's going to happen tonight now, when you have the 6-1 news on RT tonight. They're going to show the, the protests where Boyd Barrett and Murphy and them is involved in. They won't, they'll probably give a little segment then saying, oh, there was anti-immigration protests going on, a bunch of far right, you know what, like, you know, this is the rhetoric that's going to happen now today and tomorrow. They're mm. going to focus on the wrong issues. They're going to focus on... They're, they're, they're actually... What they're doing is they're actually dividing opinion. And that's where the trouble rises. And that's why I think a lot of people in this country are afraid of their sugar to get involved in anything nowadays. And you know, you know what the sad part is? The end goal is everybody wants the same thing. Everybody wants a country that runs properly. 
So everybody it's wants the same there, thing. But, yeah. Yeah, but so when you have when you have three he- uh, when you have three headbangers in government running the show, you've uh, what what how could you call that democracy? Because you don't have democracy. Um, no, and well, not not when every political party is saying the same thing. Yeah, uh, and I was actually talking to someone there actually during the week there, and they were actually saying that I think we need to go back to more logical ways. Like, do you remember years ago when you had when you had uh, single party governments in this country? You know, yeah. Um, some of them did work, some of them didn't work. But the problem is when you have too many people in the same in the same house, like in the same government, it's going to be chaos anyway. Okay, well, well, do me a favour. Stay there for a second if you can. Let me just go to John as well. John, hi, how are you? Hi, and well well done to Mr. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, John, I mean, will you be attending? There's a protest in Cork, I believe, as well, by the way, today. Uh, will you be attending no, them? I won't. I wouldn't attend anything that, like, said by Barrett or Mick Barrett here in Cork, like a Paul Murphy would organise because when we started the water campaign and it started up in Ashbrook here on Cork, that lit the flame. No politics were, were involved that. And we, it was, as George just said there, that was the, the best of the protests, right? Because I tell you why, it was community based. We deliberately did not know. And the legislation fear and everyone, when they saw it became popular here on Cork, they started marching with us and we built our marches. But at the start, they didn't want to know anything about it. These people know uh, people of the Socialist Party, call them what you will, Roy and Steph, some of your goddamn names. They change their names more than they change yeah, their names. Yeah, they're like the artists formerly known as Prince. They just keep changing their exactly, names. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the party changing. formerly all, known as Rise. Yeah, the people before all, Prophet. All, yeah. all, all, all this is today, you know, as a gas there in the right? and marching up and down every Saturday here in Cork for Palestine, which will change absolutely nothing. It's a complete waste of time, a waste of energy, right? It's just keeping their brand out there with the local elections coming up and the general election around the corner. And here's a forecast. They are not, more than likely, by Ballard will be elected, Paul Murphy again, but they are not going to increase their vote by one or other because most people, I've canvassed up in Dublin, and parts of um, Dublin there over the years, and when I was asked by friends, and they don't want nothing to do with the more affluent areas, especially, and mid-class areas, want nothing to do with those parties. Because well, most most people are not interested in socialist parties in this country. But, but John, getting back to the message the guy sent earlier on in, he said he wouldn't go to one of these protests. As much as he may agree with some of the sentiment, he doesn't go because they always end up in trouble. Well, I wouldn't be describing as a family deal because that would suit the government because that leads, leads me to think then that it's a kind of a carnival day. Bring your yeah, but it's, but it's not a family. But it's not a family day out, is it? Let's be it's clear. Not, it, it. No. It's it's not it's not a day for small kids to be at any of this kind of stuff anyway because you never know what's going to break out like and kids could be crushed or anything. No, I would be bringing teenagers along because they're 13, 14, 15 because I would be introducing them then like, to say, look, this is what happens now. When the people that are elected to serve you, look after your future and your kids going forward, when they don't do what they're supposed to do, govern this country. And this is why we are on the streets today. So that's no harm to expose teenagers to that. But I don't trust uh, what happened on Ross Cray. It was very convenient when the public order unit came all the way down. RT happened to be there just to catch all the melee. I believe that they were... At, they, they were actually undercover agitators belonged to Angarda Shikana. That started all that off. And still feel into all the communities when they saw what happened in Raskria, let's do this now, kick this off, bring out the popular in units, 
bring someone of our own guys, throw them all over the place, and that will instill fear in the communities. And I don't trust anyone because when the COVID was on here, those people came over. It was a dozen girls in Patrick State outside the former Debenhams uh, building and took the names now of those workers. They ran them off the streets in Dublin, but took the names in Cork. And the very same day, there was a huge traveller funeral up in the north side. And not, about 300 people were there. And not one name was taken. Why? Because the girls wouldn't approach them one to Sundays because they know I would kick off. Okay, well, do me a favour. Stay there for a second, John, if you possibly can, just in relation to our Trump complaint. By the way, we've got to take a quick break. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Live, live every day. And available for download from all your usual platforms. All right, let me go to James. James, hi, how are you doing? You've heard John there talking about the protest. He won't be attending today, but as much as he'd like to. Um, but, uh, James, really, you know, the protests, do they serve any purpose? Uh, they do, Niall, they do. Sure, look, remember the water one we had a couple of years ago um, when they had that one, and... You know, uh, well, they never went away, but it certainly put. Yeah, but you weren't. Yeah, but you weren't called right wing if you went to a water protest. That's the problem. People have been so people have been scared off going to these protests because if you have any credibility whatsoever and you arrive at one of these protests and somebody takes a photograph of you, you're immediately classed as a right wing protester, which is not the case at all because people who are going to these protests are part of the seventy six percent of the country who believe the government have got bad immigration policy. Absolutely, Niall. Sure, you know, should the government is right wing now. Should they turn around now because they're basically seeing which way the wind is blowing? Very quickly, I was stopped by um, uh, a local uh, candidate there uh, yesterday when I was out and about yesterday. She stopped me, so I asked her a couple of questions, and the first thing I said to her was, "I says, look, remember, you stopped me. I didn't approach you, so don't say I come over here just looking for an argument." I said, "You st- you approached me," so I said to her, "I says, look, um, honest question." I says, if you're knocking on the doors, what are the issues that people are on the doors? I says, I'm sure it's the usual health, housing, stuff like that. I says, and I says, I want an honest answer from you. Is emigration coming up on the doors? And she goes, it's the number one issue. Mm. People are worried about it. So they then start talking about the housing issue, and then health seems to have got pushed down. She says, people are well, but they know that, and that, okay. well, that's well, that's why you're seeing Leo Varadkar and Helen McEntee doing a bit of a U-turn at the moment now, talking about getting tough on deportation and hiring planes and all this kind of stuff. Stuff that, by the way, yeah, the, so well, well, this is allegedly what the right wing were saying six months ago. But they, you know, anybody who said it six months ago, you were a right wing extremist. Yeah, well, right wing turns out to be right. Um, but no, it's not, this stuff is not going to happen. These are not going to charter planes. It's going to cost too much money. Um, you know, if you put someone on a plane who has been deported, all they have to do on the half of you up is turn around and say, oh, I'm ill, I've got bad stomach pains. They have to turn the plane around. You know what I mean? They won't put doctors... Well, they, tried, on the they tried it in the UK on a few occasions. Yeah. Um, they only ever got yeah. one person onto a plane, I believe, and that never even took off. Yeah, yeah I think the, high, the British High Court actually shut that flight down in the end. Supreme Court. No, that'll yeah. never happen. But yeah. see, the, the simple fact is, Niall, we have elections coming up now in the next three to six months. And this is all this is. Like, you know what I mean? We have, a, we have referendums, you know, in the next couple of weeks. Then we have, you know, local and, and European elections coming up. This is all this is. This is just playing to the gallery. This is hoping that people will fall for it. And I don't think people are that stupid anymore, Niall. I don't think people will, will fall for this crap until you actually physically see fake refugees. And I call them fake because... And also, now what the, they seem to be wanted to do as well is they want to be seen to put in migrants and refugees into one category when they're not. 
the vast majority. Well, I mean, I've seen the video, I've seen Ireland. the Finnegal videos, and they use the word foreigners yeah. or foreign people who yeah. come to Ireland. You know, who work in our health service and hospitality and tech industry and all that, and they try to conflate yeah. the two. In other words, compare that and say, well, if you're against the idea of immigration and international protection, you must be against that as well. And you know, and nobody, that's not what people are saying at all. But Finnegal are purposely no. doing this to confuse the general yeah. public. You can exactly. see that. I'm sure I'll speak for the vast majority of Irish people is they welcome immigrants who come to this country. You're walking like, um, I was in getting fuel a few minutes ago, two Indian lads behind the counter. Um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I met about four different people today. I think I met one Irish person today and the others have all been from all over the world. Most people, and I'm sure I'll speak for most people, have no problem with people who come to Ireland legally. They come here, they integrate into society, they pay their taxes, you know, they, they they want to make a better life for themselves and a future family, you know. But I think what, and, and the government is trying to confuse people with, with you know, in this so-called, you know, fluffy name of international protection applicants and people from Ukraine. I've, I also have noticed now that when they started saying that they were announcing that they were cutting the benefits, they actually said last week that the numbers applying now have dropped off a cliff. That people have said, you know Absolutely. what? Absolutely. But, but, but the Minister of Justice also put out that video and she said to talk about unemployment rates amongst immigrants are the same or she tried to categorise that the same as, you know, Irish citizens, which is completely untrue. She talked about the unemployment rate being less than 5%. If you look at the unemployment rate, for example, for Ukrainian people or for people seeking international protection, it's extremely high. So I It mean, is extremely high. Yeah. And, and a lot of them, Niall, probably are, once you are here, are probably working in the black economy as well. So, you know, I mean, they have that issue as well. But no, no, look, with regards to the protest, let's just get back in the protest. Um, does it, does it, it, will it serve a purpose or will it just be on 6-1 News as some sort of negative story about a bunch of right-wing people with flags waving right. up and down? I mean, some That's sort of... basically what it is, Niall, because as the old saying goes, now that um, the government has more or less bailed out RTA, it comes back to the old saying that he who pays the piper sings the tune. Okay, but do me a favour, stay there, James, with me, because I want to come to Malachi in a second, but I need to go to Jessica quickly first if I can. Jessica, hi, how are you? Hello, Jessica. Oh, she's not there, I don't think. Jessica, are you there? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now, Jessica. Go ahead. Hi, Grant. <laughs> no, I mean, I, like, isn't it our right to protest, though? I just think it's... It's because of what's been going on. A few yokes have overtaken it. That's the problem. Are you going to the protest today, Jessica? Well, I have, I have other plans, but like, if, if I was free, I would have gone. And do you think... I'm not, I'm th- not going to cause trouble. Yeah, but but is it really a family day out? Somebody described it as a family day out. I wouldn't say it's a family day out now, to be honest with you. I know, it's far from a family day out now, because like, like I said, all it takes is one one wrong and to make it yeah one gobshite in the middle of it all yeah yeah absolutely I mean and do you think they serve a purpose the protests because we've seen so many protests up and down the country over the last year in relation to government immigration policy and we've seen very little change so you know well, it's better than it's just it's better than just sitting on our arses complaining no mm-hmm. you just sitting and complaining instead of not you know going out and saying no we're not going to stand for Whatever the problem may be, do you know that way? And do you attend? Like, do you attend many protests yourself? Would you often go? Uh, well, the last protest I was at, I think, would have been. I think it would have been the pro, would have been a pro-life protest. Okay. I was going back because that was that was me first. Two years ago, yeah, about five, five years ago. Now. Vote and all, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. But uh, no, like I, I was though, because like I said, I'm not going there to cause trouble. You're going there to stand for what you believe in, but it's because. 
there's obviously people who will see it as an advantage to cause chaos, and they're the ones that poison it then. And is that is that your kind of fear of going that, you know, you just don't want to be involved in that kind of, you know... Yeah, because the, th- yeah, the last thing I'd want then is if, God forbid, some some yokes turn up and then turn it into what, almost like what happened in November, and then you're more or less painted as one of them. But yeah. you, you know you're not because you're only there to... Yeah, well, the, what you believe yeah the majority of people that were there in November weren't bad people. They were peaceful people. They thought they were I going know, to a protest and, was, yeah, and, and it turned into a melee. Hijacked. Yeah. Yeah, hijacked by people who couldn't even spell protest if you asked them. <laughs> they wouldn't even... They, those people who were burning buses and burning trams and breaking into shops, they weren't there for the protest. They were just there for violence. They're not, they're not right-wing protesters. They're just criminals. No, oh, I think we've lost Jessica's line again there. Anyway, let me go to Maliki. You can, you can take Jessica's line there. I think she's in an awkward position. Maliki, hi. I'm Maliki Steenson. How are you, Maliki? Good afternoon, Niall. Now, right. now Maliki, okay. you were the one who announced this protest initially going back about three weeks ago. Now, as you know, Paul Murphy and Richard Boyd Barrett and United Against Racism have also organised a protest, um, uh, which is starting at the Spire as well today. Um, um, anti-hate, anti-racism. Um, the protest that you're involved in. What What is the message of the protest, by the way, today? Unfortunately, we've no concern about Morphy or or Boyd Barr or any of the other um, middle class um, college graduates who try to lecture the working class on what they should and shouldn't believe. So we're having a rally in order to bring onto the streets the. Over 63% in the last opinion poll, 76% in the one before that, of people in this country who are opposed to government propaganda and opposed to government policy across a whole range of issues. And, you know, people, we are the majority. We are the people who are not being listened to. And somebody there said, you know, what do protests achieve? Since the East World protests started in November 2022, we have changed government policy on every aspect of this. Everything that we said was a problem. The government has now conceded. Now, they're only conceding it for political expediency. And they will revert. That's very obvious in the last three or four weeks. Yeah. 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 And it's very clear that we have been the people who have been accused of spreading misinformation, of spreading lies and propaganda and all of this crap that they kept throwing at us. When in fact, we are the people who spoke the truth. The Boyd Barrett's now represent nobody in this country. Okay, well, 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 let's not talk about the Boyd Barretts and the Murphys and the people before profit because they're not on here anyway to talk to them, to defend themselves. But in, I, no, but you, just people look can, at the amount of coverage. People, well, I know, people can go to their protest if they want to go to it. I couldn't yeah. care less, right? But let's stick yeah. to what you're protesting for. So, your rally, if you want to use the word rally, I don't understand the difference between protest and rally. What really is the difference? Um, well, well the, the language is different now because protest is... But it is a protest. More, well, it's a rally in support of our position. No, but it's a protest. Yeah, but it's a protest against borders. No, but it's, yeah, but it's okay, a protest against the government the position. Of it. Yeah, and and you know, I, I just see on your own post there about whether it should be a family day. I've been going to protests, as people know, since the day I was born, and rallies, and commemorations, and all kinds of things. Many of which were attacked, attacked by the police. Many of which were were peaceful. Most of them, in fact, were peaceful. There has been no violence in any of our rallies or protests from our side. We've had cars driven into us on a number of occasions and people injured. We have the police attack us on other occasions. And we have stood back from that and said, we will not engage in any violence. The the, the rioting in um, November had nothing to do with any political issue. It was just the usual people who'd be in town um, on a Saturday night, 
young fellas from around and, and coming in from other areas just to create mayhem. No, Je- no, no, no Jessica nailed it actually when she said that most of those people involved in that violence on that in November couldn't even spell the word protest. So let's, no. be, so let's distance ourselves from those people. But here's the thing. It's not really a family day out because the problem lately, Mar- uh, Maliki, with protests is that, you know, before this protest even started, it was mentioned in one of the media t- papers today, there's a right-wing protest today. So in other words, it's immediately set a negative tone. And if this is covered in RT News tonight, if it is, uh, they'll show probably if the problem. They'll show, they'll the, show the other rally. Well, they won't. They'll be, and, they'll give, and, and they'll mention as a side issue. And meanwhile, you know, for 20 seconds, they'll mention a side issue. Right-wing protesters at the Garden with Remembrance. Niall, what we have learned since November 2022 is that those labels of right-wing and fascist and anti-racist and, you know, anti-kind of everything have no meaning anymore. We are the majority of the people. So if the majority of the people, which the government and the political class now agree with, aren't they far right? These, the, the labels have lost all of their meaning because anybody who stands up against government policy is now a fascist or right wing. When in fact, we are the Democrats. We are the people who represent in every opinion poll. And, and even one of your callers there was talking about when he asked an election candidate, what was the top issue? It's immigration. We said in November 2022 that we would make immigration the only issue in this election. Well, it, well, it, it, well yeah, but the it's the issue, issue everywhere except in the doll, by the way. Because even Matthew McGrath the mentioned the night they wouldn't people. even discuss we're, it. We're not, they yeah, won't debate it in the doll. The they doll won't debate think. it in the we're doll. Not, we're not interested in what they think, Niall. We represent the vast majority of the people. If any political party was on the side of an issue where almost two out of three people were of one opinion, they would be laughing. But, you, but, but you're okay. You're saying that. Let me just tell you, give you a quick experience. So I'm in town, and I'm in you know Grafton Street one day, and I'm looking. This is just before Christmas, and I'm walking around, and a thought just came into my head. Looking at all the people shopping and buying clothes and whatever they were buying perfume for Christmas presents, I, I just looked at them all. And I said, I don't think they really care. I think the majority of people in this country, the vast majority, are apathetic. They actually don't know what's going on. It's not affecting their lives, generally speaking. Um, it is affecting the lives of many people who are in probably working class areas because they're the ones, you know, have had many, you know, immigrants move into their area of recent times in rural Ireland. So it's affecting some of their lives and they have genuine concerns and they're not just right wing people. They're just people with concerns. But generally speaking, the general population are apathetic because it doesn't affect their lives. I don't think they are, Niall. And, and I'll do me shopping in Henry Street and I'll get a totally different reaction. And remember, in the north inner city, only 36% of the population are now of, of native origin. But it does affect those people in um, Grafton Street. And they're realising that now because it's their sons and daughters who are having to emigrate, who have qualified in various different fields, who can't afford to live here. And they don't want, they always want to, if their kids went to, to the, the US or Australia. It was always only a temporary thing as a life experience. Now they're having to emigrate, just like people had to emigrate in the 50s and 60s from every town and village in this country because there was no war. They're now having to emigrate from middle class areas because they can't afford to either rent or buy a home to live in. And that is what is is driving this, because all of the problems we have in this country and, and the left will tell us, oh, you can't blame migrants. And we don't blame migrants or, or immigrants well, it will, or asylum. Well, is that what the other government. side are saying, that you're blaming immigrants they, or you're they, blaming they, asylum seekers? Yeah, they can say that if they want. We have never, and you will never find any speech from me or anybody else involved in this, 
where we have criticised um, individuals. We've criticised people who have been convicted of criminal offences, but we've criticised the government for allowing that to happen. We've criticised continually government policy, and that's why we have been quite clear in all of the messages that we have sent out. Our protests and rallies are against government policy. Okay, but do me a favour, Maliki. Please stay with me. I want to go to Morris. I have to go to Bernie, and I'm going to come back to you, Maliki, just in relation to the protests and where people can meet if they want to go. Morris, hi. How are you? How are you doing, Nilo? Happy Bank Holidays Monday to you. St. Bridget's Day, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Morris, uh, happy, uh, happy St. Bridget's Day to all the atheists out there. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be attending the protest today, Morris, or either one of the protests? If I hadn't have been on today, I would. If it had been at the weekend, I, 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 Bank Holidays are important to me. It's a family day out. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. I would love to. It's bloody freezing out here where I am, Maliki. Had a, a tough weekend. But um, yeah, definitely, if there's any more marches at the weekend, and I, 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 I'll go to marches once people are being not listened to. Maliki's community is not being listened to. They're very active down in East Wall, and they've a right to stand up for their community, and they've a right to get out on the streets. That's why we call it a democracy. And no government should be dictating to us who comes into our communities and who doesn't. If you want to put people in our communities, come and talk to the people that live there. And that, that includes families, men, women and children. But all I see is being uh, people in communities like Malachy's uh, being forced open with derelict buildings or some type of building that's been converted for accommodation. And let's, let's call out what it is here. People are coming here for benefits and benefits alone. The better Many off, are. Better Many are, yes. Here yeah. they make money. Yes, they are. And I've seen patches around Dublin and uh, different areas, and it's been broken up by different gangs, and they drop them and pick them up and drop them and pick them up, and they make a living out of begging on the streets of Dublin, as, long as, uh, as well as their benefits. You know, that's what's going on in the country, and I don't like it. And that's why the people have a right to get out and protest. Yeah. And, and by the way, but the problem is, with a lot of protests, including Maliki's protests of recent times, and I'm not having a go yeah. at Maliki, but, you know... They're portrayed as being negative. It's a negative thing. Why do you think that's happening all of a sudden when it comes to protest? That was never the case before. I mean, we've seen the solidarity in the water protest eight years ago, you know, where 70,000 yeah. people walked down the street. But the problem for Maliki is, and his colleagues now, is that if people attend these yeah. protests, you're immediately, you know, branded or labeled as a far-right person. Yeah. What I'm saying to you is, when the water protest was going on, the people stayed together and were united and they took on the government and said, you will not force this down our throats. And I think the same is happening now in Maliki's communities, communities around the country. Ross Cray, look at the fire out in Blessington. I know that place. That was a, an old folks home for people that suffered with right, Alzheimer's. Yeah. Born to the ground. Born to the ground. For what reason? Or they might be putting somebody in there. That well, be well, well, to be fair, we don't know the reason why it was burned. Or, and we don't or, know, or we, we, don't know no, who listen. started the fire. We don't know if it started by accident. We don't know if it was an insurance job. We don't know if it was arson. No. So let the police investigate that and find out. Yeah, what I'm saying to you is, though, there was a private security firm out there and somebody still got in under their noses and burned the place to the ground. So people are not happy. And well, people they? Doing when, when, again, you're saying people, somebody got in and burned the place to the ground. We don't know that. That's an assumption being made by the Look, media. The, the Irish Independent ran a story this morning talking about arsonists. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it wasn't an act. It wasn't an act of God either. Well, we don't, well we all don't. of a sudden there's a protest. Well, we don't know. Yeah, all it takes is there's a no, protest see, the gate. But, but what's incredible about all of these fires is that McEntee yeah. and every other government minister is coming out immediately and blaming people who are out protesting. When I can assure you, if anybody involved on our side was involved in them we would have all been scooped up by now. That's the way this exactly. country works. 
Okay, thank you for that, Morris. Let me just go to Bernie as well. Bernie, hi. How are you, Bernie? Oh, sorry, Bernie. I lost you there for a second. Go ahead, Bernie. Hi, how are you, Niall? Now, uh, you're, yeah. you're heading to the protest as we speak, and not only that, you're with your neighbour, who's 83 years of age, and uh, I believe he's he's gathered up, mustered up all his health to make sure he gets to that protest today. Exactly, yes, he has. Um, he's uh, got his, he's on a crutch, and I and we've just arrived in Dublin, and uh, we're going to get a bus to where uh, the Garden of Remembrance, and we're here as a, as a support, because nobody's listening to us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Anthony is here. His name is Anthony. He'll talk to you as well. Okay. Hi, Anthony. How are you, Anthony? Oh, I'm grand, mind you. Why wouldn't I be that stuck next to Bernie? Okay. Well, absolutely. She's a wonderful woman. We've spoken to her many times. Anthony, the reason for you for traveling all the way from Galway today uh, to Dublin to go to the protest, why, why are you going? I mean, what does it mean to you to be there? Well, mostly because the state doesn't seem to listen to anybody's uh, concerns about this. There's, there's no dialogue with the with the nation. There's no dialogue with communities. People are being foisted in in irregular kind of uh, situations. Um, anything is being done for the immigrants, and fine, up to a point. But then there's nothing being done for our own homeless. There's no sense of urgency there as well. Mm-hmm. But for the immigrants... Planning permission is being put aside. All that kind of, all the bureaucracies are put, being put aside. And uh, But not for our own people. We can't build on our own land. We can't get through planning permission. We can't get mortgages and all that kind of stuff, you know. Okay. But for the immigrants, there's no problem. And and you yourself worked and helped refugees in the past, so you're well aware. Did, you know. yeah, yeah. Indeed, I have. Yeah, I helped a lot of refugees and made good friends with them and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And they, they stayed here and they worked hard and they found themselves jobs and everything. You know, they trained, up-trained themselves. Yeah. No problem with that at all. But for these extra amount of people coming in, we, we, do, we are full. We do not have the capacity. And then if they want to make the capacity and there's no longer any need for planning permission and with twelve or 13,000 of our own on the road, on the roadside, that is not right. Mm. That is the careless yeah. state. So before the last two years, of course, where we've seen a huge influx of refugees, both from Ukraine and people seeking international protection, the numbers, of course, doubled or tripled since 2018, 2019, we had a housing crisis and the government didn't see fit to do anything about it then. It wasn't considered to be an emergency. Uh, We couldn't fast track planning permission or abandon planning permission. And your argument is all of a sudden, suddenly we can do that now. And that's what's really annoying you. It is, yeah. And I I run a housing business, Mm -hmm. a sheltered housing business the psychiatric service and what do you so think not, what, what, what do you think of the negativity around these protests because as you and I know the media will portray this protest as a bunch of right wingers what, what do you say to that well I'm not a right winger I may be somewhat conservative in my outlooks and so forth but I'm a, I'm a thorough left winger at the same time when it's, when it's social need mm-hmm. and, you know I, I just don't understand there's the, un, the the indecision of the government, one way or another, to be either side. There's no leadership. Honest to God, there is really very little need leadership. Mm. Um, and, you know, the, 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 they put out the argument that, uh, yeah, people are in desperate need if they're looking for a, asylum in a country. That may be so, but 
There's also an awful lot of economic migrants, and we've we've discovered that. And now we're told that we're going to have to be looking to, forwards to 80,000 more coming in this year. Mm-hmm. So possibly. The, so, the, you know, possibly, yeah. And I don't know where we're going to put. I don't know where we're going to put them all, but yeah, possibly. Exactly. Yeah. Where are we going to put them? But we've also we've also got a situation of the cost. Um, you know, we've set aside four point four or four point five billion uh, for this year. Uh, you know, for refugees. I mean, there's a limit to how much money we can spend. Yeah, and then then there's the question of some some organisations, some bigger houses, some people with property and everything are making money out of this. Massive amounts of and, money. Yeah, so money suddenly becomes um, the, the 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 new. Um, what do I want to? What do I want to say? Yeah, I, I understand. New, yeah, yeah. I, new incentive, you know. Yeah, well, we've seen the amount of hoteliers in particular, or people who are uh, run catering companies, etc., accommodation, and you know, a lot of these are now becoming millionaires out of yeah. basically yeah. what is a crisis. There's a lot of greed on this. There's a lot of greed being made. Yeah, absolutely, Bernie. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, and. and, and well, I mean, what, what do you think about somebody sent a message earlier on, Bernie, and they said, you know, that they seen on Facebook that this was a kind of family day out. I don't, I don't think it's a family day out, is it? Because of, unfortunately, a lot of the protests now have a bad reputation. Yeah, they do. But now, at the same time, the the the, the basis of people feel in their hearts they don't they don't want to go into this with their family in a violent situation. We're going up as a peaceful. We just want to be part of the support of the people who have set this up. Mm-hmm. Because nobody's listening to us. And like Anthony has written numerous letters to all the TDs around the country. He's written into the public newspapers and he's just highlighting it. And nobody's listening. And we've seen it on our, at our own village. And they don't care. They don't care once. Never once asked, knocked at our door. But they would have knocked at our door, you know, for if there was any anything illegal or untoward happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we they come knocking for us. But they won't come and ask us our honest opinions about things. And, and what we I, I, I want to ask Anthony, sorry, Anthony, I, I, I'm doing the maths here. 1940, 41, you were born, yes? That's right, yeah. Yeah. And, and in your time, I'm assuming you've attended a lot of protests over the years. Yeah, one way or another. I have been busy enough in my life. Okay, and, and which ones are quite memorable to you that you believe were successful? Apart, well, we know the water protest more recently, about eight years ago, was quite successful. Um, which other protests do you believe in your mind were reasonably successful? No, no, I think his, his memory is a bit battered there. <laughs> right. Okay, but I, I, I know that there was the big income tax, the PAYE protest. I don't know. Maliki, when was the income tax protest? That would have been in the late 70s. Yeah. 78. Um, I think it was yeah, that, that was a big one, wasn't it? What other protests? Maliki, you remember. Well, it didn't actually achieve it. Well, this is the anniversary of the, the Bloody Sunday protest where the British Embassy in Merrion Square was burnt down. Um, on this this weekend or whatever day it was, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was the day during the week, um, and I, I suppose I remember, that was the most memorable. Yeah, there's been a good few over the years that we've all tried to support, and um, yeah. I always remember walking down. It was always peaceful walking from the Garden of Remembrance to John O'Connell Street to Dal Aaron. I've been on a few of them. And I can't remember. It wasn't anything violent. It was always peaceful. And it was to do with this, you know, like people having to emigrate back in the day. I think there was one for that. <laughs> 19, uh, 1979, I think the income tax was. Maliki, just for Bernie and Anthony's sake, what is the plan today? So the Garden of Remembrance is 2 o'clock is where people are meeting. But what is the plan? Are they going to march down to the doll or are you just going to hang around there or what's the plan? Well, I, I, when I'm in there, I'll see Bernie and Anthony and many thanks to them for coming all the way from Galway and we will brief people there as to where they're going. 
Okay. Um, but have you got a plan at the moment? Of course we have a plan, Niall. We always have a plan. Okay. All right. You don't want to share that with us now? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. But but I do believe the problem is you have the other protests in at the Spire in O'Connell Street. I'm assuming the Garda Sheikana obviously will want to keep the peace and they'll put a barrier in between the two like they did with the protests up in Grafton Street more, or uh, Marion Square more recently. Um, that They'll put a barrier in between the two just to keep the peace. That's well, I mean, if you, uh, the, the protests, uh, we have no um, interest in what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. And we will have our rally as we plan to have it. And we're not going to be distracted by the losers in this equation. We are the winners. We are the people who are calling this as it is. We are the people who are standing up, not for us. And, and Anthony is an elderly man. He's not doing this for himself nor am I, nor is anybody else there. We're doing it for our children and our grandchildren to ensure that they have a nation that we can leave to them. We could all sail off into the sunset tomorrow and not give a damn, but we're prepared to put our time in right throughout the, the past year and a half on today, a bank holiday, when we should be perhaps relaxing with a glass of wine somewhere. Yeah, that's what um, Anthony should be doing, relaxing with a glass of wine <laughs> well, somewhere. But, but I'm assuming... To us yeah, I'm assuming Anthony To, to is, save this nation for our grandchildren. Anthony, I'm assuming that's the reason you're going. At 83 years of age, you know, I mean, I suppose you've had a good life. I hope you've had a good life anyway. But, you know, I, I, I'm not against people coming into the country and providing asylum, asylum for them. I'm not against that in, on the country, and I've, I've worked for them. But I am against the, the, the government who's, who, who surreptitiously slide these groups of people in with no real um, checking out who they are, and uh, not looking after our own people at the same with the same urgency or intensity. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's two sides to it. So I could be on both sides. Well, listen, well said, Anthony. And I have to say, there's a few texts coming in here saying you don't sound a day over forty. Um, well said, Anthony, <laughs> and well said, Bernie. And enjoy the protests and have a peaceful day and an, and a safe journey back to Galway as well later on this evening. Okay, thank you very much indeed, Niall. Thank you. Thank you, Bernie. Thank you, Anthony. Um, stay there, Malik, if you can. Let me just go to John as well. John, hi, how are you? Yeah, how you doing, Niall? How you doing, Radio Land? Um, okay, John, what would you like to say? Well, basically, I think it's a shame that the Irish people have to protest against this forced EU policy of migrants and refugees in this country today. And I agree with what your speakers have said there. I was just listening intensely. The fact of the matter is the Irish people are not being consulted. They're being told by Leo and uh, and the EU and the EU are like today. We're just going to bring these people in and whether you like it or not, we don't give a shit. And that's not good enough for the Irish people anymore. And I agree with Maliki. I want a nation there, an Irish nation for the people going forward, not some sort of, you know, foreign nation that's made up of everything bar the Irish. I mean, at the end. Well, I mean, of the yeah, day, well, I, I'm assuming you don't have an issue with diversity. I mean, look, we've we've had I, we've had many people I, no, over I, over the last, you know, particularly thirty years in this country have come from all corners of the world to work in Ireland. And and by the way, Ireland's economy has flourished because of it. Because we wouldn't have because of the birth rate in this country, we wouldn't have enough workers to service, you know, the entertainment industry, the hospitality industry, the hotel industry, the uh, retail industry, all, uh, the tech industry, all those industries, you know. Have primarily what we'll see is you know people coming from different parts of the world, so we w- we wouldn't Niall, have enough people for the economy. It's not even that, Noel. 
at this stage, every every country in the world has their own nationality. They have their own people. Absolutely. And I put my... And that, and and that must be preserved. Yes, I'm, I'm, I put my Irish people first and screw the government and screw who was, who was uh, people before profit and screw all the, the immigrant council of Ireland. Enough is enough, Niall. The Irish people have, have been shoved around by Leo, Martin and Ryan and they've been told, we'll do what we like, we'll say what we like and you shall just fall into line or else. And that's not good enough, Niall. That isn't good enough any longer. The people have rose up and I'm glad to see it. Are you going? To, are you going to the protest? The anti-immigrant. Yeah, but are you going um, to the protest? Council in this uh, the pushing this uh, carry on. Okay, you said you're fed up. So are you going to the protest today? Are you going? Which are you going to yeah. the protest? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, okay. Nyla. I I have to go to the protest. I have to support the people there today because I am sick to death of this EU. Directive, you know, immigration directive being pushed into Ireland today, and the Irish people being told, well, you know what, you can just live with it. Cast your mind back there, Noel. Did you see the images on the television where the protesters down in wherever it was were being manhandled by the police so the, uh, so, you know, the refugees Mm. could be brought into the hotel? I forget which. I think Ross Cray is the one you're referring to, yeah. Ross Cray. Yeah. Noel, that's sicking the shit out of me. Well, I mean, there, there, there is an, I think there is an investigation underway in relation to the amount of guards that were there. Even that. It's it was unnecessary. The amount of guards that were there was completely unnecessary. No, it wasn't. The, it's not that, Noel. I, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, you know, shy from images, you know, violent images I see. But when I seen whoever that protester was being plunged into the ground like a piece of, like a piece of shit by the police, just so a load of Refugees could go into the Ross Cray, wherever hotel it was. That said to me, enough is enough, Noel, and enough is enough. And I'm glad to see the. And you think? And do you think the protests serve any purpose apart from it seems negativity? Because we've we've seen a lot of protests recently, uh, and again, I suggest that most people go there well intended with concerns. But we've seen the protests, uh, you know, recently, and there's always going to be a few gobshites who turn the protest into a melee. No, you're going to get that on both sides. You know, you're going to get that on any, any protest. You're always going to get somebody who's more heated than the other. You're always going to get somebody who's going to go, well, you know, I'm going to take this protest further. And at this stage, I think people now are not going to give a shit whether they do or not. Because at this stage, we need to stand up as Irish people and say, we would no more of Europe. We would no more of this immigration carry on you're going with. And we just, we don't want you, Leo. We don't want you, Martin. Or we don't want you, Ryan. Okay, thanks you for that, John. Maliki, that, that's a question I wanted to ask you. You are well aware of the individuals, and there's a group of individuals who are to the extreme, and you, you couldn't deny that, yes? Well, am I well aware of them? Uh, there are very few people on the far right in this country. But there are, in, but there are individuals who turn up at these protests every time, and there are one or two individuals, and... You know, um, even, you know, I start to go, oh, my God, some of the things they come out with and they say is stomach turning and it is blatant racism. And they're the ones who tend to, you know, the rally up the violence, you know, or kind of or, you know, egg people on to be violent in these protests. When, when you any of the violence at protests has come from the left, not from our side. And I mean, that's a factual statement. There have been, I think, about 300 protests. In the, uh, according to Garda figures during this period. 
and there has been violence at very few of them. And that violence was perpetrated by people on the left who support open borders, people driving into to, to crowds of people in cars and injuring them. I, see, I, did, I, did see, I did see that video. That's unacceptable. Of course it is. But when you but when you and, see some of the protests, well, I'm not going to go back to November because I'm certain and, and just to go back to that, because it was our people who ensured that that guy was handed over to the cops and wasn't beaten to a pulp by people. Yeah. You know, so we are not the pe- people who have started any violence, nor do we support any violence. We are winning this without violence. This is the first time there has been a grassroots revolution in this country against government policy that hasn't been controlled by the political parties or the trade union movement or anybody else. This is a genuine, it's, this has been seen nowhere else in Europe, Niall, or in the Western world, a grassroots movement, which is effectively leaderless. But you're saying there's no violence. But you're saying there's no there's violence. There's no violence on our side. Well, 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 Where's the violence on our well, side? Well, I've seen police scuffles at some of these protests. I've seen people being arrested. Ainsley, okay, let's look at Ross Are people Gray. being asked, are people being asked to move? I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about Hold Ross Gay in particular. I'm not going to defend people that. Have a right to, people have a right to protest. And where there are aggressive police on the streets, they have caused problems. Where there is an agreement and where there is discussions and where there is normalised police. And there's no need for the riot squad or any of these things. None whatsoever. And, you know, what we're forgetting in all of this, where we will assemble three, today at, at, at two o'clock, three children were almost stabbed to death under the, the crash walker, um, mm-hmm. Leanne. Almost stabbed to death. A couple of hundred yards away from there, a man almost blew up a hostel, killing. Himself. Could have killed 70 people. He killed himself. Not a word about it. What was he doing with a pipe bomb? What was a bomb doing in a hostel? You know, he was going to use it somewhere. He wasn't making it for the crack. And there's not a word from the political uh, or media in this. And one of the questions you asked about, you know, what, what will the media say about this? We don't care what the mainstream media says. They've lost the narrative. They seem to be puppets of the government. They're pay, they're, you even listen to nearly every second ad across the media now is paid for by the state. He who pays the piper calls the tune. So... We're not interested in what RTE says or what TV3 says. They haven't even had the courtesy to have anybody involved in these protests on any panel discussion talking about this issue. Yet we are the people who have led this change in government policy, albeit a temporary um, propaganda change rather than a real change. And when we said to the poor people who failed, the government can't tell us even though they're lying through their teeth saying that people just leave the country because they can't find them. What we know right around the world is that, that's, that these people just slip off into the black economy somewhere. And we had them have McEntee saying next year she's going to charter a plane and start deporting people. You know, and, and she's touted as being a, a future Taoiseach. Heaven the forbid. can't lie straight in the bed. She can't tell the truth. Everything she says... Well, I, 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 the, the video that she put out during the week, I have to say, unless she thinks people are stupid, um, I, you know, well, she goes through these myths and misinformation. She's not actually talking about the concerns of people. She's conflating two different things altogether, and it's just ridiculous. She does think people are stupid, and they're treating people as if they're stupid. But today, and for the past year and a half, we have showed the government and the political class and NGO class in this country that the people here are not stupid and that they're standing up and that many of them will be in at the Garden Remembrance today at two o'clock for our rally. Okay, stay there for a second. Let me just go to, uh, although I know you're probably a busy man, you've got to get going to your rally there, Malachi. So I appreciate you coming on the air and talking to us today, all right? Thank you very much indeed. Malachi Steenson, 
Uh, let me go to Albert. Albert, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be going to the protest uh, today to support uh, Maliki. Okay. I think we just got, we, we just have to do it. Because, I mean, I was thinking, yeah, we'll, we'll give the, the government a bloody nose at the elections. But I think we have to do something before that. And if we don't, you know, the government aren't going to change anyway. And you can see by, like, you know, I, I think the, the, what they're talking every household now is, the number one subject is immigration and how it's affecting everybody. Well, immigration is the biggest conversation, as I've said already a million times, apart from in the doll. It's not being discussed in the doll. Yeah. That's the only place they're not discussing it. And I mean, I think, you know, they're not even, they don't seem to have any type of plan around it. I mean, I was just looking at the headlines there and the Bibi Stockholm, 40 of the Muslims over there have converted to Christianity. So now they can't be set back to their own country. Like, when is that going to happen here? It, it, and if they do get their finger out in the UK, where do you think all the people that are over there, they're not going to go to Rwanda. They're going to get the ferry over to Ireland if they're not doing it already. But they are doing it already. That's we've seen the increased yeah. numbers. The majority of the increased numbers are coming from the United Kingdom and France. So, but, 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 but Albert, but here's the thing. I, and by the way, there is room for some people who are genuinely fleeing war. And we accept that. And everybody yeah. accepts that. And, and this idea, by the way, that the government uh, party are, are saying, Neil Richmond, uh, Helen McEntee, they put their videos out during the week and Simon Harris and everybody else saying, you know, that foreigners make up a lot of our economy and they've built our economy. And they've, of course they have. And we wouldn't, we, we'd be lost without them in the health service, without Else, but they're conflating two different things: people who come here legitimately through the visa process, and people who come here illegitimately uh, as as asylum seekers. Many of those who are rejected. So they're 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 comparing two different things. They're comparing apples and oranges. Uh, but in saying that, you know, what it, so what is the answer now, Albert? Because according to the government, there isn't open borders. Although I've seen nobody being refused. Um, according to the government, uh, because obviously there's an election coming up, they're now going to start chartering planes. They're actually going to start deporting people properly. Uh, they're actually taking two or three countries off the safe list like Algeria and Albania and places like that off the off the safe list which will automatically get refusals but they will be allowed to stay for 90 days sure after 90 days they're not going to find them but it won't this, yeah, it won't happen Niall they will come into this country and if they do get a deportation order they'll just disappear in the country they're, and like that they're either working in the black economy um, or else they have to turn to crime because the only way they can make money and live so they've got two options but, but do the, but, but do the protests... Really, yeah, but, oh, sorry, go, go with your two options. What are the two options? Sorry, I do apologize for interrupting you. Yeah, no, the two options are, you know, if, if, they're, if they're told they can't stay here, uh, there are two options. Well, ob well, obviously they can go if they want to self-deport, which doesn't bloody happen, I think. But they either go and work in the black economy, so they're driving down wages everywhere else, or they turn to crime. And they, there are, are, you, you, I think it was mentioned there before, you can see there's... Guys being, you know, placed, I mean, I, I go to my local supermarket and outside every single supermarket I go to, there's somebody begging. Mm. Every single supermarket. There's not a supermarket I can go to that there's not somebody well, else. We, well, we shouldn't be allowing people to come into Ireland to be homeless. That's, that certainly isn't a good thing. Uh, but, but Albert, apart from anything else, do you think these protests serve any purpose? Somebody mentioned on Facebook, one of the groups, that it's a family day out. Now, I wouldn't consider it a family day out, Albert. No, it's definitely not a place for family. I mean, look, if we thought this was going to be something peaceful, and, and I hope to God that that's exactly what it is, but you don't want the riot squad coming up the road with batons flaring at everybody and the kids are going to get trampled on. So it's not a place for children. I would not, in, in my wildest dreams, bring a child to a rally or to a, mm. a protest. It's not, it's not a place for them. And do you think the protest will serve any purpose? Because you know as well as I do, it'll be portrayed negatively by RTE. 
It will be, but at least it's getting per, uh, portrayed. And I think, you know, the, the, the government has to, I mean, the government will know it's happening. They, they know the amount of people that are there. They know that this is what's going on in people's houses. You know, if they don't sit up and listen, and <laughs> sometimes they despair that they ever will. But, but know, yeah, but you, but you know as well as I do, it looks like this week they're doing a bit of a U-turn, as Sinn Féin are doing, by the way. You've never seen, by the way, Sinn Féin, a political party, do as many U-turns in your life. But they're doing a bit of a U-turn. But you know why that is, because there's an election coming at the end of this year. You've got, you know, the, the local elections in June and the European elections as well before the summer, then general election, most likely before the end of the year. But, I mean, they implement all these policies. And they say, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. Oh, yeah, we're going to deport people. Yeah, we're not going to let as many people in now. And we're going to take away some of the money from the Ukrainians and all of that kind of stuff. And then as soon as the election is over, they'll give it all back again. And they'll change the yeah. mind. Well, I mean, I mean uh, uh, last month, January, was the highest immigration into Ireland in 20 years. So that will tell you what's happening. It's not going to be 15,000 this year. You'd be lucky if it's 20,000, 30,000. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it was the the number of Ukrainians that came into Ireland was double what came in in December. So they're well, I, I, I thought the number in January had dropped down. Quick, I thought it dropped down, but however, going you, I no, it didn't. No, no, it, it no dropped in December. In January, it doubled. Mm-hmm. No, seriously, I haven't checked it this morning. Well, well, it may have it may have doubled against December because, of course, December would have been coming close to Christmas, and people probably wouldn't have left Ukraine. Actually, more people left Ireland to go to Ukraine over Christmas, which was quite bizarre. That's the way you'd yeah, like to go no, to a country if you, that's if you, look at, if you look at November, if you look at November, December, there was a slight drop in December. There's only a slight drop. Yeah. But in January, it doubled. It went up to, I think, somewhere uh, six or 700 uh, Ukrainians came in. Now, the, uh, the other side of that is they don't know where they've come from. They don't know whether they've come from Ukraine or they've come from the EU or they've come from the UK. They don't know. I mean, it's crazy. Well, and many, many people claiming, by the way, and we're all well aware of this, claiming to be Ukrainians are not actually Ukrainians at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're just claiming they came from Ukraine during the war. Uh, stay there for a second, Albert. I want to go to Neve as well. Neve, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? Good. Neve, will you be going to the protest today? I can't make it today, but I want to say best of luck to everyone who's going because it's supposed to be a democracy, and if you believe in it, you should be able to go without counter-protests as well. You know, I don't understand this. This country worries me. It just worries me. And I know there's a lot of propaganda out there, but it just worries me that, like what was said already, the government aren't telling people anything that's going on. And um, I don't like, when did, when did people get, when did they start calling everyone far right for having a different opinion? Mm-hmm. Because I remember years ago, we heard about people protesting and marching and they, they were seen as heroes mm-hmm. back in the day. Now, now, now they're, they're seen, seen as fascists, yeah. Yeah, what is that all about? So the lies that are being told really worry me and I, I everything has been kind of said what I was going to say, <laughs> to be honest with you. Okay. So, and, um, and, and yeah. So does it bother you, you know, because you've been to protests in the past, have you? Yeah, I have, not for a long time. Yeah. Okay. I, and, and does it, I mean, do you not go because of the negative connotations around them or reputational well, I, connotations or what is it, what's the reason why you don't go? A little bit, yeah, because during COVID with the lockdowns, after a certain period of time, when I started to see how some were allowed to protest, you know, like Black Lives Matter and all, and others weren't allowed. Yeah, that was quite to, bizarre, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. were, if you were, if you were protesting against lockdowns, you were right wing. But if you're protesting against yeah. Black Lives Matter, sure, it was grand. You could do what you wanted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I did hear from other people who I knew, um, were just dissing everyone, saying they were bad people, and you know. 
that's what's out there, you know. A lot of good people believe that, you know. Yeah. So, no, I that yeah, I didn't want to be seen, but it's I don't mean like a coward. I was busy. I didn't want to be. I mean, later on in time, in in the beginning, we weren't all that busy, but um, it worries me, and I just say fair play to everyone going out. And obviously, I don't mean far right, the real yeah. far right. You know, anyone, any thugs, anyone who's who's racist. I'm, I don't agree with. But some of the other parties, I just want to say real quick, I agree with a lot of their policies. So now I'm confused as to who to go for because they're not listening to some of the things <clears throat> that yeah. I don't agree with, you know? I know what you So mean. you either have to go with one or the other or you're on the fence. And I'm kind of on, on the fence with a lot of things now, so I don't know where I am with po- politics. The government are annoying me now mm. with their blatant lies. They're just annoying me. And I do believe they think a lot of people are stupid. But I also think they, they're just more or less saying, screw you, we don't care what you think. You've no power. We have all the power. You know? So... Okay. I guess. With I refugees guess. coming in, immigrants, I have no problem with. But um, to have a bit of order... Yeah, there has to be, no has to be a limit. And, and there has to be, it has to be organised and done properly. Yeah. Yeah, now I haven't really seen much myself. I believe there's a lot of gangs in town. Let me just say, uh, in the city centre, I feel intimidated if you have Irish men hanging around the streets in a punch drinking or whatever. So if other people are doing that we don't know it's it's not any worse to me if yeah. that is the case. But I would find that very intimidating for oh. any culture in okay. Ireland. Okay Neve, listen, thank you, you know? very much Neve for that. By the way, some of these text sense is interesting fact. I've looked up a Dublin protests Guard of Remembrance on Facebook and only found three posts from January. I've gone through about 100 posts and only three. It seems like it might be getting suppressed. Well, that wouldn't be unusual. Uh, by the way, one of the messages coming in here. Sorry, um, I'll be with you in a second, Peter and Nicholas. Um, one of the messages here. Maliki says they are all the violence has come from the left. Uh, he's conveniently forgetting about the riots by far right thugs. Uh, which riots would that be? Are you talking about November? The November riots had nothing to do with right wing people. Or the November riots had nothing to do with people who were anti-immigration or people who were protesting. The November riots were just a group of mindless morons who took advantage of a situation where the Garda Síochána were there, where they could set fire to buses, cars, uh, uh, trams and break into shops. They're not protesters. I think it was Jessica said earlier on, rightly so too, most of those individuals even couldn't spell the word protest. I think 36 people have been charged in relation to those and I hope they're all put in jail, by the way, to be honest with you. I don't consider them to be on anybody's side. So mark you wrong on that. But anyway, uh, that the right-wing nutcases again went travelling around the country assaulting people and harassing people working in libraries and bookshops and filling themselves assaulting women and an elderly man. I have no idea what that's all about, Mark, or what they would... But now look, Mark... I'd love to hear your opinion, by the way. And we welcome all opinions on the show. And I know our producer, Mark, has contacted you on several occasions to come on because you constantly send messages in all the time. And that's fair enough. I'd always read out your messages. You have declined the invitations as of yet. But you are welcome to come on. If you're listening, Mark, you're very welcome to come on the air. And we'd love to talk to you and hear your opinions on the matter. Uh, So you're very welcome to come on, Mark, at any time. But it doesn't seem like you're not willing to stand over your own convictions, really, and your own comments. Uh, I, let me just go to, uh, I have to go to Nicholas first. Sorry, Nicholas. Hi, how are you? Hello, uh, Niall. How are you doing? Good. Nicholas, Thanks. I mean, there's two protests on today. Uh, one will always yeah. get better profile than the other in the news and the media because one is the nice people, inverted commas, and one is those pesky right-wing people. 
<laughs> yeah, well, you can hear from the people who have been speaking already who are supportive. They're very reasonable, uh, rational people. They're not, you know, uh, extremists in any sense. And I think, um, you know, I, I, I was I was meant to go to the two o'clock um, uh, protest, uh, but something came up and I can't make it. But I will go to the next one. I've been going to quite a number of uh, protests, right back to the Mansion House uh, protests and so on. And I was vilified by by people, uh, not too many, but on, online for, for going there. Where I don't go because I have any political allegiance. I go because I'm interested to hear what ordinary Irish citizens have to say and why they're there. And if we share some sort of common views and so on. Uh, and, and that's what I do when I go to the post. I talk to as many people as possible. And so... Why, I, I why are they being vilified? Why do you think the anti-immigration is probably the, probably the best term for it? Why do you think they're being vilified? I don't think they're anti-immigration. I don't even think that's a word, by the way. That suggests they're against every foreign national coming into the country, which is not the case for most people, by the way. Not at all. No, they're not just not against the government current government policy of a kind of free-for-all policy. Um, why no. do you think they're being vilified? Because they they don't suit what I mean the, the people who are vilifying them you know like for example I saw a mildly inflammatory headline in the Irish Times this morning you know uh, about migration and and that's that's intended to divide people and divide opinions and so on instead of instead of supporting debate and dialogue between people which is really what should be happening which is why thank God for your your show because it allows for that to happen it has, it's a good platform. Um, I think, like, I'm very cynical about the, the, the one o'clock uh, uh, protest being set up so quickly. I actually think it's very irresponsible. I, 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 I personally believe it's irresponsible, by the way. Uh, you've heard yeah. Richard Boy Barrett and Paul Murphy talking about it. Now, I've heard suggestion that it's cancelled, but I don't know if it is cancelled or not. But I think mm -hmm. the idea of setting that up in the same place, in and around the same time, I think they're goading. And, I, and I, I just think it's the wrong thing to do. If you want to have a rally, an anti-racism, anti-hedred, anti-fascist, whatever you want to call it, you know, have it. But have it on another day. Have it. They could have had yeah. it yesterday or something like that. Whatever. Yeah. Have it, it on a separate day. It's almost childly, childish, the, 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 the way that's been done. I mean, I, I noticed uh, with the fire the other night, which I, I condemn any kind of criminal activity, Absolutely. but I noticed Paul... Paul was straight out, straight out of the out of the block to to blame uh, and demonise certain people as being responsible. And how could he know? I mean, and th these. Yeah, well, these the Irish Independent the, ran with a story this morning. And I don't want to misquote them, so I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it is because I have it on my mm -hmm. phone here. So the Irish Independent ran with a story this morning, and the story was uh, Cruxling fire, brazen arson strike at HSE building despite pri uh, private security as Justice Minister condemns attack. Now. Firstly, we don't know if it's an arson attack, unless the, the Irish Independent have, you know, some sort of prior knowledge or of the investigation, or there is the finalisation of the investigation. But the idea that we just kind of jump to the conclusion that it, sure, it must be those pesky right-wing people. And even if it is an arson attack, how do we know who did it? Well, I think these people's powers are, are amazing. You know, I think that they should be enlisted by the Gardaí because they're so quick at solving these. Well, they should be all forensic it's analysis. Just, it's incredible. <laughs> Absolutely. It's incredible. I mean, the thing it's about incredible. it is, I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm not suggesting it, but there's been about 17 fires in the last year and a half, or 18 months in mm -hmm. buildings that were allegedly set aside for refugees, right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. here's the thing. Has anybody forgotten the days where you know, owners of buildings who thought that it was a good moment to do it would do an insurance job. Have we, have we just abolished the idea completely that people can do jobs mm -hmm. for insurance reasons? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, anyway. and we weren't we the British Embassy <laughs> back in the day as well. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you know, but I mean, I, I, I wouldn't agree with that sort of, of action myself. I think there are no, better No, it's ways. criminal, by the way. If anybody did set it on fire, yeah. they should go to jail for doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, but I think the, the pro- protests are a good thing as long as they're peaceful. And, and I hope, I hope if, if, if the, the, the people who attend today at two o'clock, I wish I could be there, but I, I hope that if they are, you know, uh, you know, taunted or anything like that, that they just keep their composure. Absolutely. And just and be and peaceful. Do, 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 because absolutely. you know what? A peaceful protest is worth so much more than an angry one. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. Because I think once violence happens, you become voiceless. You know, mm-hmm. because it just and gets lost. Because then 61 yeah. News just run a story about those violent right-wing anti-immigration people. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the reason all this is happening is because our politicians, and I, I don't mean the ones who are who are in power, I mean the whole lot of them, have basically caused an, 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 an unholy mess. And really what should happen is they should just stop all uh, immigration, uh, you know, in the fashion that it's happening at the moment, and they should process the people are there. I guess about 70-80% would be deported uh, if it was done properly. Absolutely. But they should halt the whole thing and attend to the mess they've made. But why are they lying to the people? We've seen on numerous occasions politicians on television saying, yes, everybody is fingerprinted and checked to Interpol, and then we have Grip Media who went and they got all the information on the Freedom of Information, and not one yeah. single person been checked. Because it's because they've no integrity. Really, they have no integrity uh, at all, uh, and 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 I mean, it's really and they they'll scurry and they will lie and they'll obfuscate. They are lying. All sorts of things. I know, yeah. I know, but I know politicians lie. That's in their nature, by the way. Uh, but yeah, yeah. but but I mean, to blatantly lie about it and to misinform and then to go on constantly about misinformation and which is the mm-hmm. big kind of buzzword at the moment, and yet they're the ones who are the guiltiest of it. Mm-hmm. Which is I mean, incredible. A point, a point you made earlier about about all the the, the supposed U turns. I mean, they must be getting bloody dizzy. Uh, you know the U turns they've made. Or as somebody I said to be more U turns than a penguin in a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't fall for that because, as you quite rightly say, as soon as elections are over, or referendums are over, they will do another U turn and they will just laugh up their sleeves at people being so gullible again. You know. Um, I think people should stand their ground. Uh, they should vote. That's the only power we have, be it a referendum or election. And basically, because these people fear elections, they really do fear them. This is why you're seeing these, these, uh, you know, uh, attempts at, you know, appeasing people, and uh, because they fear being 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 thrown out, um, which they will. Okay, okay. Well, listen, Nicholas, thank you for that. Sorry, I, I'm kind of rushing. I've got three more people to get to in the next five minutes. Sorry, I've been waiting ages. Peter, hi. How are you doing, Peter? Thank you, Nicholas. How you doing, Mike? Good. Will you be attending the protest? No, no, we won't. There's no, no point. No point? There's no point. No point in these protests whatsoever. What? They achieve nothing? They achieve nothing. The, the, the media just don't publicise them. I love that one you just mentioned there a minute ago. Um, obviously, you mentioned... Um, Which? Grip, is it? Grip Media. Grip Media, yeah. Yeah, I love him because he answers, he asks questions that they don't want to answer. And you never see them questions he asks in the news. No, you don't. Because... You're, ta- you're talking about Ben Scallon, yeah. Yeah, straight to the point. And this country is... is um, It's been left right now by a Taoiseach 
who was brought in on the sixth or seventh count. Fifth, actually, one, yeah. In yeah. West Dublin. In West Dublin. And he's making decisions, and the government are making decisions, and we're not even in control of our own country anymore. But but you're but you're saying to me there's no point in protesting. I think if there was no protests up to this point, um, it would be a lot worse than it is at the moment. We're now seeing the government do a bit of a U-turn on some of the policies, you know, but and that's probably because of the reaction that they're getting. I mean, they understand that some people are not happy and they've got to do something about it to make it look reasonably good before an election. Yeah, but the, only, the reason they're doing that is because they're starting to knock at the doors now and people are... Oh. Alone, yeah. male people into this country and where's the women, where's the children? Shouldn't the men be at home fighting the war? And one thing that really gets to me, Noel, is that people have this thing about Irish people should be the most welcoming people in the world. When the famine happened and when anything in this country happened, Irish people left this country to get work and to provide for their families. They didn't go and leave to suck a country dry, to get a house, to get welfare, to get all these things. Our ancestors and the people left to get jobs in England and in America. And, and look, we even had a, a, a fellow that became the president of America because of immigration. And it, it, it hurts me when people say Irish people should be the most welcoming because of all the things that they have been through. Like, I know people that immigrated through my grandfather, whatever, and some of them even went and went to the British Army. But it was so they could provide for their family back at home. I know there's still people, Irish people, right now in different parts of the world working, and their families at home, and they're sending money home for their families. So, like, when people say Irish should be the most welcoming, I can't stand that, because our people never beg. Never went and done all. When we went, we walked. If you go anywhere in the world, you'll see that there's Irish people built this railroad. Um, Irish people done this. Irish people done that. I've even had people that were not being racist, but as black as the ace of spades telling me that they had Irish in their blood. From, from immigration, and now we have all these other people... No, I, I, I would agree with you, and it actually does... It, I detest when people bring up the argument about the Irish going abroad and they were welcomed around the world. Yes, they might have been welcomed around the world, but they weren't given welfare. They weren't off in a house. They had to work for everything they had. Peter, listen, thanks for that. I'm coming just to the end of the show. I need to go to uh, to Collie and Robert just before I finish. Thank you, Peter. Collie, hi, how are you? How are you? No, long time. How are you? Good, how are you good Collie, nice to talk to you. Collie, will you be attending the protests? Would I be? I'll be at the, at the protest. Yeah, I'm on my way now as we speak. Yeah, um, just to um, <clears throat> to that first um, person we were talking about there, I agree with sentiment what he was saying there. What, what else would, should more you should be doing? You should be at home looking after this child. You know, instead of they're all they're all about these new left on about violence and uh, far right and all this. The real far right, as you know, and all the fair play, this great media as well. Um, I'm watching your Twitter page, Twitter page, which are which are posting, you're posting the truth and facts. But um, <clears throat> the real far right fascist to me are. In, in Dollar you know, and all these people, the label grade, the label grade, the left. I was watching some commentator there last night, I won't say who it is, and please don't mention any names, I'm sure you're well aware of who it is, uh, referring to people, you know, on the right, uh, people who might be going to the protest as fascists. And this same individual was uh, one of those individuals who called for grip media to be silenced only a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and, and, and then has the balls to call somebody else a fascist. 
I mean, the very definition of fascism is what, what he was. But anyway. Um, That's it, yeah. yeah. But, but, it does, but here's the problem, Collie, I have, is that all of these protests, unfortunately, have a very negative connotation. The government portrayed them as negative. The media, with the exception of myself and maybe Gripped, portrayed them as being negative. So nothing really comes of it. That's the problem, isn't it? The problem is the media, you know, to be honest with you, bar yourself there at the moment because without yourself, just to give credit to yourself to all your listeners to let people know, thanks to yourself, Noel, and your show during the water protest, you, you made them, you gave them more publicity, you made them become what they were, to be honest, you know. But um, it's just the current situation at the moment that the media, the, the kind of phrase, the pro-government media, um, I don't know if I say the next word, but pro-government media, horrors, I don't know, you know what I mean? It's, it's, that's, that's the way they are. Everything oh, and I know some of them, yeah. I, by the way, I, 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 I'm ashamed of some of the presenters I know. There's professional presenters in this business that I know well because, as you know, I still work in radio as well. And there's professional presenters yeah. I know, and I swear to God, I'm actually ashamed to know some of them the way they behave on yeah. the radio because they they oh, yeah, don't yeah, listen yeah. to both sides. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's disgraceful. Noel. Um, all I can say is I'd like to say a few things to everyone around the country that's standing up in their communities against this current um, EU water plantation. Fair play to everyone that's out around the country in Ballon Robe and Ross Grace. And the cushioning that was there the other day, and all the people that's around the CX building, all the people that's around with every protest around the country, Chavez is now, every, everywhere that, that, where the protest is, it's good to say, we should lose a fair play to keep up the good work. And uh, so this is, this is not. And by the way, Colleague, can we throw in keep it peaceful? Because, I, and I did say yeah. that on Twitter today, if you're attending the protest, keep it peaceful. Because once it becomes violent, or once it becomes a problem, it, then it becomes voiceless. We, nothing is achieved. Yeah, no, nothing, to be honest, no, most of us, and most people that attend these protests are not racist. This is about our safety, about women and children's safety. We've all witnessed, well, many of us have witnessed, but the media are suppressing the truth, to be honest with you. But a lot of these sex attacks and rapes and murders and stabbings that go on, like even the Joseph Pusha case, for example, that journalist, what a, what a waste. Like he, he didn't portray the truth. He, he, he didn't say that uh, Ashton was stabbed in the neck and stuff. And then you're, you're the fellow over the airport stabbing an innocent Irish man that cried for help. And the other fellow, your man then was to the school stabbing the five kids. Um, yeah, so welfare okay, we, we can't go too much into the cases because obviously they're going before the courts now, so don't go too much into those cases. But I get the point that you're making. Yes. Yeah, well, most people are saying, no, are, are not racist. Ireland, as the other chapter there, is one of the most welcoming countries in the world. And the story is where we're at, all the protesters, I'd like to voice, speak for everyone. We're, we're just sick of this. We're sick of the government's policies. We want them gone. We want them to resign. And we want them to close our borders and start. Colleague, can I ask you, know, you a question? I, I, I mean... Obviously, the, the government immigration policy at the moment, I believe, is reckless, right? Um, and I'm not behind the door about saying that. But but in saying that, in relation to, to what you actually believe is acceptable, you do believe there is a level, uh, you know, whereby there should be a certain amount of people who can come into the country as asylum seekers, yeah. who come from a country that's at war or whatever it is, or their life is in danger. Yeah. You, don't, you don't deny that, do you? Yeah, every country in, around the world should have an obligation to take a limited amount in. But Ireland is taking in just two, over 300,000 Ukrainians alone in such a small country. Like, no, just rewind the clock a little bit. 110,000 Ukrainians. We're going, yeah, sorry. How many? How many? Well, 110,000 Ukrainians. Yeah. There's, there's different things in the media, and you wouldn't want to believe, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, um, I was, let me turn this off. I was going to say today, cut across you there. What I was going to say to you was, um, sorry, Ireland was full. Yeah, sorry. So rewind the clock three years of COVID we had there. With three years of so the worst restrictions in the country's history. All of us obeying. These restrictions and so on. Life was really hard for us for three years. And then all of a sudden, fast forward, they're dumping in hundreds of thousands of unvetted men. And all you see is attacks after attacks all around the country. And the media, no, it's a problem because they're, portrayed, they're saying they're saying male age 50s, male age 30s. They're not saying the nationality of the males, not to uh, alert people's attention to what's going on around the country. Most people are asleep. The only place you're going to find the truth and what's going on in this country 
they just self know on your Twitter page and a, and a lot of pro- prominent protesters and then grip media. That's all I'd ask okay. every listener out there in the country to listen to and follow these channels that's out there because you're not going to get the truth from any of these pro-government rags that's out there and any of the pro-government, um, you know... Uh, yeah. No, no, I got it, Collie. You're walking there and you're running out of breath as well. Collie, well, listen, enjoy the protest today. Keep it peaceful and keep it country. All right. Thank you very much indeed, Collie. I appreciate you coming on. And uh, finally, let me just go to Robert as well. Robert, hi. How are you? Hi. Um, yeah, I was just trying to say, yeah, keep it peaceful. For God's sake, yeah, I was just, uh, if I just want to score everything you said. If, if you lose, if they lose a rag, they lose, lose a plot. Yeah. Everybody, like, yeah. You know, well, it doesn't work. You don't get a message out, do you? You know what I mean? The, 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 yeah, exactly, the message yeah. is deluded. It's plain, yeah. It's playing in the government's hands. So far right, far right. It's all only far right have an issue with this. Um, but just go, going back to one of your previous callers said about the Irish heading off all around the world. I'm Irish from Australia. I had to pay. I paid for everything. I paid for visa. Wasn't uh, no entitlement when I came here. If I lost yeah, because if you had gone to Australia without all that, you'd have been sent home on a, on a plane. <laughs> you know? No, but uh, but, but even, even even when I was legitimately here and uh, fully employed, if I'd lost my job, I had 28 days to find a new job or they had 28 days to get out of the country, I wasn't entitled to any social welfare entitlements um, unless I'd been fully employed for, t- for two years. Um, and now on the flip side... Being Irish, if I want to come home, I'm actually not entitled to anything because you've been gone Which for is, so long. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I'm not I'm actually considered Irish. I'm not a resident, so it's, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just, yeah. And by the way, in um, Australia at the moment, because I know that's where you're calling from at the moment in Australia. But in Australia, yeah. do the, is there many protests in Australia, or do the police put up with protests? Because we've seen during COVID, well, particularly, they were quite strict in Australia. The police. Well, there was lots, lots of protests against COVID and there's lots of pro-COVID um, there's been more concerning is uh, pro-Israel or sorry pro-Palestine mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of uh, anti-Jewish anti-cinematic yeah. uh, feeling around the city oh, that seems I've to be worldwide at the moment yeah. and, and, and particularly around Sydney and the east of suburbs and they don't feel safe now Sydney is seen as being this like you know beautiful place on, on the on, on the waterfront um, I'm diverting but uh, yeah, but it, 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 it's quite... Woke. Yeah, the wise, uh, <laughs> as in the Jewish people and, you know, yeah. ghetto, in, as in, you know, it's like, you know, you, you've got lots of Irish in, in, in Bondi. Yeah. You've got lots of Jews in, in uh, eastern suburbs, lots of uh, Middle Eastern people in, in the western suburbs. Um, but, it, it, yeah, it's it, it, it changed quite drastically over the last, Okay. Anything, but I know that well, we got we got off on a tangent, but I, you do get the point you're making, yeah, Robert. So the the point is, if you were here, you'd go. Yeah. But uh, you're telling all those people who are going, please keep it peaceful, otherwise you lose the principle of the whole protest. Yeah, because that's because you, we saw what happened on the Collins Street, and that, that was disgraceful. Maybe it was fashion you well, and everybody looked like scumbags. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, and, was, and everybody wasn't scumbags. The only people that were scumbags were the people no, who set no, fire no, to those buildings. Yeah, no, and and and, and, and the, the poor people that were actually. Injured got buried in the story, and, yeah. and that, that's that, that's totally wrong. Keep it peaceful, and then you know the uh, yeah. the, the um, yeah. Okay, thank you for that, Robert. Appreciate it, uh, and have a good day today or a good night, as the case may be, if you're in Australia.
Um, I put up on Twitter earlier on, there are two large protests organised in Dublin. One is an anti-racism pro- promoted by people before profit. And the other is anti-government immigration policy, accommodation crisis and cost of living crisis. Are you attending the protests today? So, um, yes, 3% said yes, they're attending the anti-racism protest. 66% said yes, they're attending the anti-government policy protest. And 31% said they're attending neither. And that was out of 1,798 votes in the last hour. There's still 20 hours and 21 minutes left of that, by the way, which probably won't be valid after the protest happens at 2 o'clock today. If you do want to go along, it's 2 o'clock today at the Garden of Remembrance. Um, some of the messages that come in. Hey, guys, I would appreciate if you read those texts in the air. Maliki has shown that he aspires to lead a sensible approach to the immigration issue. I've protested with Maliki on, the issue, on this issue over the last year or two and can absolutely say that we all need to get behind him as a country. We all want to bring the asylum racket to an end and restore a rational system that does not place the Irish at the bottom of the pile, nor do we want the demographics change. That goes in from Stephen and Kilkenny. Um, I think it was Kilkenny. Uh, hi, can you ask Maliki, will there be any high-profile people there to support Conor McGregor, for instance, who has been quite vocal on the subject? It's needed to get the news stations on board, says John on WhatsApp. Uh, Mark says, uh, the anti-racism protest should be careful as the anti-immigrant lot have a history of violence towards people they hate. That's completely untrue, Mark. And I've seen equally as much violence on the left. Have you ever seen any of these protests around the world with Antifa in them, Mark? or Black Lives Matter, who are now classed officially in the United States as a terrorist uh, group. Um, so, Mark, maybe you're looking on the wrong side when you're looking for violence. I've seen violence on both sides. You just seem to ignore the violence on the left. Um, Tina says, look at the guy in the UK who threw acid on that woman. He had converted to Christianity so that he would not be kicked out of the country. Also, 50, 40 immigrants on the Bibi Stockholm, uh, Stockholm who have converted to Christianity for exactly the same reason. I, I know of somebody who did exactly that, by the way. They converted to Christianity so they wouldn't be sent back. Anyway, um, Francie says, me and all my mates are bringing our kids. We will meet up peacefully and protest and then take the kiddies for food and ice creams. James says, what protest is ever family day out? That's just sinister. Um, loads more messages, by the way. I could read out loads and loads of them there that come in today. Thank you very much indeed to everybody sent in the messages. By the way, thank you to everybody who got involved in today's show. Can I say, if you are going to the protest, keep it peaceful. But what I said earlier on is true. I have many colleagues in media, and during COVID in particular, and now again, it's quite shameless the way they behave. Um, I, I understand that there's a bias. I, I have a, my own biases. Every presenter has their own biases. But I'm quite willing, and I always ask for people on the other side, and I'm always willing to listen to the other side of the argument. But unfortunately, there are presenters on the air currently at the moment on radio stations and television in this country who shamelessly uh, promote the other side and promote the government. Shamelessly do it. Don't question. Not like Ben Scallon from Grip Media who will go out and question and ask the questions that other ministers don't ask. Look at the face the government ministers make every time they see Ben from Grip Media. It's called the Grip Face at this stage now. They look at him with disdain. And not only that, we saw Helen McEntee during the week, Fatima Gunning, a young journalist um, for Grip Media, and Helen McIntyre treated her with disdain, looked at her and looked her up and down. And, oh, my God, the way she answered the question was absolutely appalling. And you know why they do that? Because they're not used to being challenged. The government is not used to being challenged. They don't want you to challenge them. Be very careful, folks, what's going on at the moment. I said this the other day. We're now looking at Helen McIntyre and Leo Varadkar saying things like, oh, we're going to rent out planes or charter planes to deport people, or we're going to change our policy, or we're going to reduce the money, we're going to discourage it, we're taking countries off the safe list. Don't believe them. 
These are promises they're currently making. Because only six months ago, anybody who suggested that was called right wing. So if you think for one minute they've suddenly converted, you're misled. And they are misleading you. Look at the videos Fine Gael are putting out on their Twitter account. They're misleading. They're taking people for being stupid. But the Irish people are not stupid. And I know you're not stupid. There's European elections, local elections coming up in June. We can all see exactly what they're up to and what they're doing. You've also got general election coming up possibly before the end of the year. They want your vote. They saw the poll in the Sunday Tribune last week, which shows the Fianna Gael were down, Fianna Fáil slightly up, and Sinn Féin losing the plot completely. That's why Sinn Féin are now suddenly, suddenly doing a U-turn when it comes to immigration, because they want your votes. They only listen to you, and they only care about you when there's an election. Otherwise, they have a job for five years. Nice handy money. If they're a TD, it's 80 grand. If they're a minister, well, they're up for 180,000. They don't care. They're disconnected from you. They're not living the same lifestyle you're living. They're not living in East Wall or Ringsend or Ross Cray or any of these other places. They don't live there. So they don't understand that you have a concern. And just because you have a concern doesn't make you a racist. So please don't be fooled by them. Listen to everything. You make up your own mind. I can't tell you what to do or who to vote for, but you're not stupid but you're being treated as stupid by our own government at the moment. To all those who are going to either protest today, the anti-immigration or the anti-haste, whichever, whatever it's called, in O'Connell Street, please keep it peaceful. Because remember, the moment it doesn't become peaceful anymore is the moment that the media are just waiting to turn on you. And the moment the government ministers will turn around tomorrow morning and say those pesky right-wingers, look at them. We were right about them. So don't give them that opportunity. Be there in numbers, but be peaceful. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. And by the way, can I mention, I think I mentioned it at the start of the show, but you missed it because we had a slight technical issue. Um, can I say thank you very much indeed to my two colleagues who work with me on this show. We stayed up till four o'clock in the morning for the last three nights. We worked from eight till three in the morning because you didn't realize it, but we lost everything on our website on Thursday night. It just vanished. We had a technical issue. Thankfully, we had a backup of a lot of the stuff, but we had to re-upload everything again. That took nearly three days of 12 hours work each day. We don't get paid. This podcast, we don't get paid. But we want to make sure that everything is there for you to listen to, for you to watch, to make sure we could put this program on the air on Bank Holiday Monday when most people are off. We're doing it because we love doing it, and we love giving you a voice, an uncensored voice that you don't get anywhere. You heard what Collie said. Even during the lockdowns, I was one of the only presenters on the radio who literally risked my job to make sure that the right voices and a balanced approach was put across on the, on the radio in relation to lockdown. So much so that I was mentioned by government ministers in a report to say that I was anti-government and anti-lockdown. Of course I was, towards the latter half of it, when I realised that it was pointless. But I was the only one in the media that was doing it. So please support us to continue to do this Otherwise, we can't do it. The newspapers get supported. They sell their newspapers. They make money. Television get a television license money. We don't. We don't get any money apart from what you give us on our website. Please go to our website, nileboylan.com. You can donate there, by the way, a one-off payment, five to a million euro, whatever you want to donate. Or if you want to subscribe, it's five ninety nine plus tax. It's like buying us a pint of beer once a month between the three of us. 
It's not much to ask, but it will really help us to pay the bills and to certainly put food on the table, so to speak, as they say, because we all have our own full-time jobs that we have to do because this doesn't pay any wages. So please, please support us. Go to our website, do it now, nileboylan.com. And if you can donate something, we'd really appreciate it. Genuinely, and thank you very much indeed. Or if you can subscribe, do that as well. Thank you, and we'll be back again with you tomorrow at 12. If you're going to the protest today, please keep it peaceful. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 